so why are we here right don't give up the shit podcast the very very first one ever uh this is going to be an introduction to what we're going to be doing uh why i'm doing it and then how i'm going to to actually do it right so um the concept is that I have recognized in my experience that there's a leadership void or a training void for junior enlisted sailors uh, in today's military and even junior enlisted period in, in today's military. But my frame of reference being Navy, uh, my experience being Navy, um, that's what I'm going to focus on. Uh, so from RTC uh until you're an E6 selected for E7 in the Navy. There is no formal classroom leadership training, very like focused, solid curriculum, uh, really in-depth stuff. There's not really any mechanism out there. I mean, we have programs like Command Delivered, Petty Officer Indoc, things like that, but uh, not any really robust program until you get to the CPO 365 program. Um, junior leaders in today's Navy uh, need development in both how they receive from a, from senior leadership as well as how to perform as a junior level or, or kind of what the Marine Corps calls a small unit leadership. Uh, and there currently is really outside of just a, a mentor or a leader that they currently have developing them on the job. There's no training pipeline for that. It's completely missing. Um, and as a result of that, the we're losing a tremendous amount of extremely bright, high-functioning young people to essentially the civilian workforce because that's the only choice they have to uh, get away from what they're what the situation they're currently in. Um, so what I'm going to focus on is the junior to mid-grade enlisted uh, folks in the Navy. Okay, uh, my frame of reference and experience is I'm a culinary specialist chief on submarines. Uh, and I'm currently an instructor. I'm running a schoolhouse. And so uh, what I'm going to focus on is going to be the junior enlisted, all right? But I'm hoping that as we continue that it, it can basically open up to everyone. Uh, the topics as we go on um, are going to expand. And I believe the aptitude of the junior enlisted coming in today, the generation coming in today, uh, is really high and can can handle advanced leadership topics as we get into them. I'm going to try to build to those, but eventually I think that this could be a resource for anyone, really, any leader uh, at, at any level um, could potentially learn from it. But the focus is going to be to fill that void uh, for junior enlisted. So the, the main point I want to talk about first is the mission, right? Like, why am I doing this? Why, why on Friday night, uh, you know, am I sitting here doing this instead of out hanging out with my friends or doing whatever it is I do with my free time? Why am I doing this? Uh, I'm extremely passionate about what I do for a living. I love being a chief, okay? Um, I love being in a position to help junior sailors get to where they want to be, whether that's... Uh, it's developing in any way, whether that's as you know, progressing towards a career outside of the Navy, um, getting to where they want to be in the Navy, whether it's within my own rate or cross-rating them to a rate that they want to be in or, or officer session programs or whatever the case may be. Um, I just like seeing people to de develop. I like seeing them accomplish what they want to accomplish, um, further their goals be a better version of themselves than they were five minutes ago, a year ago, whatever, whatever the case may be. That's where my job satisfaction comes from. So you could call it a selfish, selfish motivation, I suppose. But, uh, 
But that's what I like to do, and and that's why I'm doing this. I, I recognize this void, and I really would like to fill it um, in any way that I can, and kind of kind of help people get to where they want to be. Um, and I'm doing it also because I've noticed that with this with the students from the schoolhouse that I run now, or that I'm sending out to the fleet, uh, are consistently coming back to me asking for help, asking for advice, based on what they perceive to be a negative leadership experience and, and not them serving as leaders, but the leaders that uh, are serving them or trying to um, is the experience is perceived to be negative by the subordinate, which is, is the, you know, prior student. And so they're coming back and saying, I got a bad leader. All right. Well, do you have a bad leader? you know, like we're looking at it from, from the wrong perspective because they've never been, uh, given the perspective they need to receive constructive criticism, to receive um, negative reinforcement, to receive any kind of criticism whatsoever uh, in some cases, to understand the message that's trying to be conveyed by the leader, uh, to understand that leaders are learning on the job, okay? Like you got a second-class work center supervisor type person, could be this first significant leadership role they've ever been in, and People are not born leaders. I, I don't care what you read or what somebody told you. Uh, some people are born with some natural raw talent for it, and some people are not. Um, but it, regardless, it is a skill that's developed through practice, through insight and experience. Um, so it's something that uh, needs to be developed. It needs to be studied. Uh, and, and somebody that is put into a leadership position early or at the first time isn't ready. I wasn't. Uh, I mean, I, I've talked to a lot of people about uh, I, I could make a, you a list of people that probably still tell stories about the horrible CS2 they had uh, and, and what a jerk he was and and uh, how all he did was, was yell at him and, and beat him down and based on my experience and understanding of it at the time, especially being a leader in the Navy, that, that was my frame of reference. That was my experience with it. Uh, and that's what I thought I had to do to get the job done. And I later learned, uh, after finally getting, uh, a look at what a good leader looks like and by doing my own, uh, research, my own studying and, and then experiencing it as time went on, uh, I figured out that wasn't the way to do things. And so you got to understand that from the perspective you're at when you are in your first enlistment, uh, you you're you don't understand any of that. All you understand is my leader's a jerk and, th and they should know better. Well, you know, that's not even close to fair because you're going to be put in that position and you're not going to be ready and you're going to be learning on the job. And then you're going to be looking at your subordinates expecting some form of understanding or looking at your superiors that are judging you expecting some kind of understanding and you're not going to get it just like they're not getting it. And that's the problem. Uh, so we're going to try to address that as we, as we go through all these topics and how I'm going to accomplish it is this podcast. Uh, I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to do it based on what I think needs to be talked about at first. Uh, I I'm going to do it based on my experience and my frame of reference at first. Uh, I'm going to hope and ask for any feedback that anybody has, negative, positive, whatever, I got thick skin. Um, and then also feedback in that I want you to tell me what you want to hear about. I want you to, to ask me questions. Uh, there will be mechanisms for that as we go along. And then I'm also going to try to get outside of my uh, own experience and bring in hopefully guests, hopefully um, 
get some people in here to answer questions uh, that have a different frame of reference or an expertise that I don't have um, based on the questions that I get from you. Uh, so that'll be some of the things that we'll be doing. Um, but the topics will progress. Some, some of them are going to be a little complicated. Others are going to be pretty basic uh, and give you just different and new perspectives on how to tackle these things so that you're better equipped to deal with the leadership that you have and then to be a small unit leader yourself. Um, so your role in this as a listener uh, is, is when you get any piece of insight from this, go use it. Uh, use it to better your situation, whatever that happens to be. If you're just a worker bee, cook on watch, doing what you do, uh, you're just standing petty off to the deck and, and, and trucking away, knocking out maintenance um, and driving the ship or, or sitting, at, you're sitting at a stack in sonar, whatever you happen to be doing, uh, use whatever you get from this, whether it's small, big, it's, if it's some kind of eureka moment for you or it's just like a little nugget. Uh, take it back and use it. Use it to better understand the leadership you have. Use it to better communicate with them. Use it to better communicate with the subordinates that you may have or the peers that you may have. Um, use it to help them understand maybe something that they're going through. Maybe you've got a couple of seamen working for you uh, and they're going through it because the LPO you know, is constantly on them. Uh, and they don't quite understand that it's about making them better, not about beating them down, or they don't understand how to interpret that personality type or, or whatever. Um, help them understand and, and use it yourself to better yourself. Okay. Um, and, and any chance that you get to better yourself through insight and experience, tackle that, use that, take advantage of it. Uh, anytime you get the opportunity to be in some kind of a leadership position or to do something outside of your comfort zone uh, or experience something um, that you th that you think will help you grow, do that. Okay, Don't be afraid of opportunities. Uh, don't be afraid of something you've never done before. And then go out and seek the knowledge. Uh, insight's big. A lot of people um, kind of neglect that. Uh, take the time to read a book, uh, learn about the Navy history and heritage, uh, go online. Navy history and heritage command has just got an incredible amount of information. Um, listen to podcasts, anything you can do, right? There's so many resources out there. Uh, any kind of leadership training, college classes, anything, talk to leaders, talk to chiefs, talk to officers, talk to NCOs and other services, talk to retirees, talk to civilian leadership, anything you can do. Um, that you're comfortable with doing or that might even push you outside or comfort zone, go do those things. If you're not slightly uncomfortable, you're not growing. And then when you when you progress based on whether you know, you're listening to my ramblings or you are uh, doing the things I just talked about to grow, make sure that you use those things to better others, okay? Uh, pay it forward. There's gonna be times where hopefully some of you, especially especially the ones that have the luxury of a good leader, okay? Say, you know, you have that chief that is just a unicorn that like, you know, you didn't even think they existed and then you finally got them and they're just pouring into you, right? They're developing you and you're, you feel like a completely uh, different person than you were from when you first met them. Pay all that forward. Okay, be the leader that you wanted when you were seeming Timmy on the deck plate, just you know, wanting to bash your brains out against the wall because of how bad it sucks, right? You, everybody's been there, everybody, including me, where you're in that position where you know you're just wondering what the hell you're doing here and why you ever allowed yourself to to get to where you're at, and you can't wait for it to be over. Um, when you identify somebody in that position, it's that's your opportunity to pay it forward that's your opportunity to make that better for them you know seeming timmy walking across a brow um 
coming out of the Mestex for the first time or, or walking around the ship uh, and, and you see them lost and, and confused and freaking out, that's your opportunity to make the experience better for them than it was for you. And it's your responsibility to do that. And don't don't duck that. Don't be that person. All right. It is your responsibility. It's not, oh, well, maybe I can do it this time or maybe somebody else will pick it up. No, stop it. It's your responsibility. So go do it. All right. Go be that person for them uh, and give them that positive experience so that they don't have to go through what you may have gone through or, or whatever the case may be. Just pay it forward. All right. Any experience and insight that you gain that benefits you that you're like, man, I wish I would have known this before. Pay that forward so that other people don't have to go through it. And better the process. Uh, when you see opportunities to make things easier or to set up something that is going to prevent somebody from going through something that you had to go through or, or that's going to make the work every day easier and lower that stress level, uh, pour into that process. Take ownership of it, right? You're the one doing it. It's got your name on it. Uh, use what you learn to better the process and make it uh, more efficient or, or you know, more beneficial for those that come after you. Um so, so the point of this whole thing, like we, like I talked about as we went through this introduction, is to set up the junior enlisted coming in for success, to give you uh, a resource to go to when you need a different perspective, when you need, uh, you know, some insight or advice or whatever the case may be, uh, and to provide you with some of that training because we're going to explore a lot of leadership topics. Um, that you've probably uh, only ever seen in a textbook if you've even seen or heard of them at all. So we're going to go into those. Uh, we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about why they're important and how you can use them at the level you're at now to succeed in the positions that you're in, whether you're a worker beyond the deck plate or you're a junior leader. Um, either way, they're going to apply. I promise you that, especially if you stick around and do this longer or if you go out in the civilian world, you're going to find yourself in a leadership position at some level, in some way, at some point, and they're going to benefit you. Um, so what I want to talk about here at the end is why why is this thing called Don't Give Up the Ship besides that I'm a, I'm a cheesy history nerd. Uh, so Don't Give Up the Ship was the dying command of James Lawrence during the War of 1812. Uh, he was commanding the USS Chesapeake in a single ship action against the HMS Shannon. Even though the HMS Shannon was a smaller ship, uh, it, it wrecked the Chesapeake pretty good uh, the, the, to the point that uh, Captain Lawrence was mortally wounded by uh, some rifle fire from the other ship. And they were getting they were getting messed up pretty good and, and ended up losing the ship. But uh, his dying command to his crew was, "Don't give up the ship. Fight her till she sinks." Um, and that command uh, it was so powerful that a good friend of his, Oliver Hazard Perry, used it as his battle flag in the USS Niagara. And that's that famous blue battle flag that you see everywhere. That's that's where that came from. But it's more than that. Uh, it's more than that to me. Because a mentor of mine, who's the reason you know I, I'm doing this, is the reason that uh, that I, I'm the chief that I am, built me from the ground up. Uh, he used to say it to us all the time. In the way of, uh, it's kind of almost like a mission statement, something you can apply to everything, right? How are you furthering the mission? How are you fighting the ship? How are you taking ownership of the ship and and whatever's going on around you, like? Down to something as, as minute, like some something as granular as you're walking down the P-Way and there's a piece of trash on the deck and you just walk by it, right? It's your damn ship. Pick it up. 
and it seems silly and it seems seems like it's a cliche you know like chiefs walking around asking you why you're not picking up that dust bunny during you know during sweepers or field day or whatever but it's pride in the ship right i'm fighting the ship by taking care of the ship by by having ownership of the ship and the ship being a metaphor for anything whatever it is you're doing whatever whatever your mission is whatever your unit is whatever your cause is um don't ever allow yourself to lower your standard don't ever allow yourself to quit don't ever allow yourself to get beaten down by anyone or anything to the point that you're giving up all right don't give up the ship Right? It's it's more than just some phrase said by some historical figure. Uh, it is a way of attacking life on a daily basis. It's a way of um, reinforcing what you should be doing every day when you pull this uniform on and go to work. It's something that you can you can question yourself by saying it in your mind. Uh, what am I doing to fight the ship today? What am I doing to make things better? Um, what could I do to be making things better that I'm not doing now? Uh, ask, question yourself. Questioning attitude uh, is one of the things that we're going to get into. But always be asking yourself, what could I be do? What could I be doing to to better uh, those around me, the ship, the mission, uh, and myself? So with that, uh, we're going to close this out this introduction, and then that'll lead to the next topic. Um, that we'll get into next time. So don't give up the ship. Thanks for listening.